Morning everyone. Good to be here. I didn't think I was going to be too heavy enough. I might cough my head off. I've had my flu all week. Just sympathy folks. Uh, and, but hopefully we're okay. As you should be just now disturbing everything by choking in the kitchen there. Um, but it's good to be here and to continue looking at our uh, mini-series over December of the prophecy of Isaiah um, concerning what he said concerning the coming Messiah. Ashley brought to us last week, I wasn't here, so I haven't got a clue what he said. Um, but he spoke about you know, the Isaiah 9 verse 6 to 7, For unto us a child is born, to us a son is given, the government shall be upon his shoulder, his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor. That's what Ashley looked at last week, or as some versions put it, Wonderful and Counselor as separate names. Uh, and we'll look at this morning, Mighty God, uh, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace over the next two weeks. Of the increase of his government and of peace there will be no end. And on the throne of David is over his kingdom to establish it and to uphold it with justice and with righteousness. From this time forth and forevermore, see the Lord of hosts will do this. The Lord bless the reading of his word to us. Um, real ancient, uh, in 700 years, and I'll mention that again, it's only before Christ was born. Um, it's all by Isaiah. I'm sure you've all, um, carry that around with me. Uh, I'm sure you've all well into your planning your Christmases celebrations etc what you've got planned we went up well our, our annual visit to my mum yesterday with all 12 of us including the grandchildren and um, to sing her christmas carols she spent most of the time um crying i'm sure of his emotion or the pain she was in um or matthew did maybe laugh the first he said i think it's not that bad is it <laughs> and then she got my was really moving at the end i, I was in tears got my, my she says michelle You've got a wonderful voice. Can you sing by yourself for me? Mm-hmm. And she sang Maria Carey, Maria Carey, where you pronounce it, some, you know, Holy Nights. And, and incredible. Uh, she has got a really good voice. Um, but we managed to cope. <laughs> don't think Mum did quite so well, but there we are. Um, the prophecy concerning this Christmas is, is, is about God's planning for Christmas. We all plan for Christmas, but way back, Way, way back, God planned for Christmas. All our planning would not exist if God didn't implement his plan. And that's massive. Where would we be if God didn't implement Emmanuel, the coming of God himself? God's plan was to get mankind, your and mine's attention. To remind us that there's so much more for us. And we see experience in here and now on earth. He had to get our attention so we would focus on him, which it's all about. He could have come to earth himself as he was, boom. But can you imagine, that even back then and even today, the various reactions there would be? Um, some it would scare them to death. His appearance may cause some to be in awe of him, yet others still would not have listened. So he came to earth in the form of a baby, for unto us a child is born. You know, most humans react positively towards a baby and immediately start talking funny language. You know what it's like. Cookie, 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 and all the rest of it. And suddenly, you know, why are you saying that language? You haven't got a clue what you're saying, and you certainly haven't. But we do, don't we? 
God in his perfect plan came to us in the form of a baby, this got the world's attention. Those who knew the prophets of old, Isaiah's prophet had been given 700 years before Jesus was born. But God had planned it long before that. All the way back as we celebrate between now and Christmas Day, God planned from the beginning of time. I don't you, I find it amazing and more amazing he includes you and me in that plan. His plan is for our good. It's a future orientated. He gives us hope. The message of Advent is one of hope. Isaiah's message was one of hope for the future to whom the hope is found, in whom the hope is found. The hope is found in the one called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace, whose reign and rule will be eternal. The government shall be upon his shoulders of increase of his government and peace. There will be no end on the throne of David over his kingdom to establish it and to uphold it with justice and with righteousness for this time forth and forevermore. That's the manifesto we want, isn't it? We can have hope and confidence that this will come to pass because the zeal of the Lord of hosts will do it, the Bible tells us. God Almighty will do it. His track record is impeccable. You know, it's good to know that as we come to the end of one year and to move forward into the next, no matter what, our God reigns. No matter what, he is sovereign. No matter what, he rules and reigns in this kingdom of his and in this world. And especially in our current political scene, which gathers, we know who's really in charge. So what we, what you're saying, Mike, in this vulnerable baby, in a mate, oops, in a manger, looked after by a young girl, probably about 12 to 14 years of age, as Mary was, lying in a manger, surrounded by probably cattle and stuff like that. I'm not quite sure whether it was a lower room or a stable, because the Bible doesn't actually say. Just says she laid him in the manger in swaddling bands. So every room's a manger, it's going to be a stable. But if you look at the houses where they were built, they were on upper floors and down below were where all the animals lived uh, in, their, in their homes. Looked after by this young woman, visited by shepherds, wise men, is God the creator of all? Yes, I am saying that. I believe that's what the Bible teaches us. The baby was and is Almighty God. In Matthew chapter 1, verse 22, verse 23, as we said, that's the only other gospel that mentions the nativity. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord has spoken by the prophet. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which means God with us. And then Paul wrote in 2 Corinthians 5, verse 18 to 20, All this is from God, who through Christ, reconciled us to himself and gave us the ministry of reconciliation that is in Christ God was reconciling the world to himself there's what the Bible is Paul is saying there in this baby in the manger God has started his reconciliation process he was in there in the baby and was the baby 
You know, the Christmas story, we know from the Bible, has lots of characters in it and events. Amazing stuff and great journeys, the incredible starlight, Roman decrees, angels, shepherds, wise men, miraculous birth, kings, sadly also genocide and also escape to Egypt as refugees. But the most important, it was all part of it, is the fact that Almighty God was in it, he was central to it and still is. Jesus is Almighty God in the flesh, the Bible teaches us. He said himself, before Abraham was, I am. I am was the name given to Moses when he asked in the burning bush, who shall I tell him that you sent me? He said, I am. You tell him, I am has sent me. Mighty God. That the word I am and the name gives to Moses tells people who, he, who was sent him. Um, it's Gibor. The one whose might is unparalleled. Unparalleled. El means one true God. So it's El Gibor, the one true God whose mighty power is unparalleled. The focus of Isaiah's prophecy as he looked down the years to when this would happen. Mighty God who is our hero is the wording there. What the prophet in the 7th century BC anticipated, the New Testament confirms. Because the Messiah would be God he would have God's power, but Isaiah, the amazing thing was that the Messiah would not only have the power of God, he would be the power of God. Jesus showed the attributes of God during his earthly life by his perfect life, his sacrificial death, his resurrection, power over death, power over sickness, power and the disease, demons and sin. He showed we could trust him through his own we showed we could trust him, although his own people rejected him, as John said. He came to his own, and his own did not receive him. We see in the life of Jesus the fullness of the mighty God. Isaiah predicted Jesus showing the power of God. But Jesus didn't suddenly become God when he was born in the stable. He didn't, you know, maybe just didn't give birth to him through the Holy Spirit and suddenly he was God. He was always been God, and always will be mighty God. That John 1, verse 1 to 14, we often read at the carol services. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was Jesus. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. We know quite a few of the religious cults today change that, and they say, and the Word was a God. It's not in the Bible, it's not in the original Greek, it's not in the Latin. He is the God. When Thomas came to Jesus after his resurrection, when he bowed to him and said, his hands and his feet into his, his and what he say my God of my God recognizing who Jesus was in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God he was in the beginning with God all things were made through him and without him there was not anything made that was made in him was life and the life was the light of men. In Paul writing to the Colossian church, he says, Jesus, he is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation. For by him all things were created in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions, or rulers or authorities. All things were created through him and for him. 
He is before all things, and in him all things hold together. You know, unless you realise that even this platform is, is solid wood, yet science tells you it's all made up of molecules, which if it wasn't held together by some sort of power or force, it would just crumble. So in that sense, Jesus was actually holding together the cross he was dying on as a creator God. Fascinating. God in all his wisdom and power and might. God in all his infinite goodness, grace and mercy. The God who was neither beginning nor end of days, who existed from eternity past and will exist into eternity future. Jesus is the same yesterday, today and forever. The God who created the universe with its billions of galaxies, each containing billions of stars, and who even now sustains all creation by his power. Jesus Christ is that God, this fact that Jesus Christ was God in the flesh. People try to tell us that Jesus did never said he was God. You just looking at the scriptures, you can see that even if he, didn't, he did say it, but it, it, the inference is there as well. People at the time of this prophecy, when it was fulfilled in the night in Bethlehem, I mean, God's Christmas planning came to fruition. We're all glad of that. I mean, come the top of Christmas Eve, and it's time to go to bed again. <sighs> it's done, isn't it? I wonder if God felt like that on that first Christmas. Whew, it's done. My plan for mankind is, true, is fulfilled. Apparently, just could not see it. Or they could not see it in the day when prophecy was given. They could not see it, the possibilities of it, and what it all meant. But thank God he has given us his word, the whole Bible, and we have the complete story. If he's not God, why do we celebrate Christmas? We're celebrating a birth of somebody's birth that we don't even know. If, he, what, if he's not God, it's pointless. If he's not God, then we are lost and without hope, the Bible tells us. And have no hope or eternal salvation, of eternal salvation. Thank God that all the evidence and the laws that, you know, if you're a scientist, I don't need this, but some people need this sometimes. We were looking at the other week um, in the meeting I was in. The, the laws of probability and maths concerning even just nine prophecies concerning Jesus coming true is just so astronomical. It's so many noughts. It just blows your mind. Yet 400, 300, 400 prophecies came true in the life of Jesus. It's just, it's the... They said it's so, it's so big that you can't even make the number up of a chance of it happening to one person. That's the reality of the Bible and God and who Jesus is. Which leaves us with a question, doesn't it really? Do we believe? We got belief. It's the only one of the Christmas Jesus that would believe. <coughs> Are we going to trust the one who is given unto us? For unto us a child is born, for unto us a son is given. He was given not just for the world. He was given for you and me individually. Someone once said if we'd only be the only person left on earth, he would have still come. The child, the son, was no, the one who gave himself for you in sacrificial love, so you could know that forgiveness of God, that hope 
that peace, that future. You know, God offers again, offers us this amazing gift of eternal salvation once again today, this morning, this, this Christmas 2019. I wonder, will we accept this gift or reject him? He is indescribable, the Bible tells us this gift. He's the indescribable gift who is longing for you to receive him. Don't let another Christmas pass and opportunity pass you by. What I find so just mind-blowing, um, this whole plan of God's. He made this plan way back before time began with you and me in mind. He made this plan for the sole purpose that you and me would come. Let's pray. Father God, I thank you, Lord, for Christmas, for Advent. Thank you we can celebrate it in whatever way we feel we want to. And as we remember you, your coming, the Emmanuel, the God who took on flesh and dwelt among us, came to be one of us, so you could understand us, you could show us what we go through, he would go through too, and he would understand us and we could understand him. God who's been there and bought a t-shirt, as it were, on life. Lord, you just pray this Christmas, Lord, and it's emotional times, it's hard memory times, it's, it's a difficult time sometimes for many. Lord, but beyond all that, there's a message of hope that can be found in Jesus Christ, the purpose for the season. Lord, we just pray for today for all each one of us, all our families, pray for... Um, to be less conflict in our world, less conflict in our lives, less conflict, Lord, we pray, in this world. We pray for all our families, they might have a blessed time this Christmas, and might know something of the love that he showed by coming. For God so loved us that he sent his only begotten Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. Amen.